Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. This is entitled Living in 5D, which I'm going to be talking about the dimensions, third, fourth, and fifth dimensions, and how it pertains to what we're all kind of going through now, um, life in quarantine. I am here with my quarantine buddy, my red, blue aura hubby, Scott. Hey, Scott. Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, So... You know, on our last episode, we talked a little bit about, like, quarantine and, like, right. you know, just kind of, like, that was a few weeks ago. Now we're, like, in it. We have a schedule. We're living life. We've just accepted the 180 turn around. And, like, it was funny because yesterday we were, like, what are the benefits here? Because there are benefits. And you, we both have, like, a different take on the benefits. So, right. like, what, like, what are yours? Well, I, I came up with some positives. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, I mean I've, I've been, I think, pretty positive the whole time. You are like in such a flipping good mood. So I know you were talking about these like weird D's that are coming up. Yeah, like the dimensions. The, yeah, five D, twenty two D, whatever. Right. Uh, double D. <laughs> yeah. um, oh my god. So I, I was thinking, you know, I've been pretty positive, and um, I, you know, some things that I just wanted to share that were positives. Ah, uh, I think it's important. Like the other day, mm-hmm. I pretty we pretty much got the best call that we could have ever gotten. It was the best call, better than any other call I've gotten. And you know what it was? What? The dentist called. Oh, my God. Yeah. And canceled my appointment. <laughs> yeah. They canceled. I mean, <laughs> that is fantastic. You hate the dentist. I make you go. You know, nobody, nobody wants to go to the dentist, but now no. you, like, really don't have to. Right. Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, I was going to call and cancel on them, but, hey, they did it for me. They canceled for me. Like, um, that's, that's a huge deal for you. Yeah. Like, one of my positives mm-hmm. has been, like, I get to do yoga every day. Like, and I okay. feel really calm and relaxed. And, like, I've been really into yoga more than I've ever been to it before. Like, I've always been into yoga. But now right. it's like, I don't know. I do it in the backyard. The kids are running around. I can stay calm and centered. That's, that's been a that's been a, a Positive benefit. for you. Yeah, it's been a positive for me. Okay. Uh, I got another one. Okay. okay. Uh, this summer, yes, you know, we've talked about this road trip before on the, on the podcast. We yeah. were all over the country traveling yeah, and you know, we lease our cars. Yes. So I, you know, I don't want to tell you, but we were like way over the miles. <laughs> right. That makes sense. On the lease. <laughs> so right now, you know, my, my Toyota RAV4, you know, my stylish RAV4. Yes. We're under the lease. We're like three weeks to the gallon. Right. That's what's happening <laughs> right now. We're under the mileage now. This is great. Yeah. This is so exciting. So you can plan like as soon as this lifts right. for some epic road trip. We can do another epic road trip because we're under the mileage. That's been great. Positive. Like another thing, I feel like we're eating a lot healthier okay. because we've just been eating at home like way more than we have in the past. Right. So I feel like we're eating a lot healthier. Um, we're all, you know, kind of... I feel like we're feeling a little trimmer, you know. Yeah, I feel a little trimmer. I feel a little trimmer. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had a, you know, one thing I do miss is not a positive for me. Yeah. But probably positive for my hydroglycerides. Uh, I haven't had a bagel or a donut. Oh, my God. I miss bagels so much. Yeah. Actually, I just literally 15 minutes ago (laughs) sent you, like, someone delivers. Like, the bagel place delivers. Let's do it. If we're doing this. There goes (laughs) the bagel There goes our trimness. I mean, I put down another thing for positives. Yeah. Some social events <laughs> that were coming up and yeah. they're not coming up anymore. Right. Now, I'm not going to mention them because I don't want to insult anybody. Right. But there's a few things. Let's be honest. That like, we're getting out of. Eight out of ten things I have to drag you to. Exactly. <laughs> like, so I have to good. drag you there. And you don't have to go to anything now. You know what I just saw in the neighborhood? There were like hmm. a bunch of cars 
going by someone's house and like waving and shouting and yay and exciting. Right. It was a birthday parade for a little girl. Oh my god! So instead of a party, like it, somebody organized it. Okay, you all drive by the house yeah. at this time. Isn't that sad yet sweet sad. yet yeah. sad? Yeah. I know. Right. But like you could do a birthday parade instead of like an actual birthday party, yeah. I guess. So another positive. Yeah. For I mean, you. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, another one is like when I go like to you know the grocery store. Yeah. You know. Our community is close to the grocery store, so you know, I always see people there that right. I know. And normally, you know, you got to stop, make the small talk, <laughs> talk up for five minutes, like, hey, Dan, how are you doing? <laughs> you know, how's your grass? Grass is good. All right. right. Yeah. And now I just like, hey, Dad, and I just run away. And there, it's, 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 and that's polite now. That's polite. It's polite to, like, make wide circles right. around each other and just, like, kind of wave a little right. bit. Like, people don't even, like, talk. They just kind of, like, even just gave you, like, like a thumbs up or something. It's weird. Honestly, the social distancing is weird. So when you see somebody like out, it's very awkward, yeah. you know. I like it. Uh, any others for you? Any other yeah, positives? well, I mean, I the kids have been playing really well together. I mean, they've, you know, they've been really bonding and doing sisterly activities. And, like, as a family, I feel like we're just, like, a lot closer. Mm, good. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I have preparing for the Tour de France. What? Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, that's yeah. right. You are. Yes, I am preparing to run. Well, they probably won't have it this year, but the next year in the Tour de France because I've been biking constantly. <laughs> Poor Scott. He has to use my bike, which has the baby seat on it that yeah. I don't know how to take off right. from when Abby was a little girl. And you're on like a... A woman's bike. You're on a woman's bike. From the 1980s. It's so old. It's yeah. like from the late... 80s. Late 80s. Yeah. But it's so old. Right. Um, but it's a good bike. It is. And you just do that all night. Like, you're just like, we're, you're gone for like an hour. Tour de France. You're just going, going, going with that yep. bike seat on the back. Yeah. That little baby seat. Every, and everyone, baby. you know, that uh, I pass, they're like, hey, where's your baby? <laughs> do they like, really yeah, see that? Yeah, some people oh, do, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And then they, like, I'm on a woman's bike, so like, people kind of give me looks and stuff. So. Yeah. But, you're, um, you're getting judged. Yeah. So, yeah, there's definitely, pot, we, you got to look at the bright side in this situation. Um and that's the bright side that we found. I've really discovered that just paying attention to my cat is mm-hmm. like, he's just such a great role model for me right now. Like, you know, he's has a schedule. I think you have to get your own organic schedule going, which we have. And I feel like I've been watching the cat and he's been doing this for years and we're, we're going to be okay. Like this yeah. is good. Like this is a very interesting, I'm going to talk about that more today, but mm-hmm. this is like a very introspective time. It's really good. I mean, we've also yeah. been getting a lot of, like, offers, too, during this. Like, you wouldn't think we would, but we are. You've been doing, like... It's weird. Podcasts. Well, no, I think... Radio shows. Yeah, it's like, we're all just a phone call away, so, you, like... Yeah. Yeah, I've been asked to be on, like, um, Kramer's new podcast, Certified Mama's Boy, and and that was so much fun. He's so funny, and I was on um, the Frankie and Gina show, mm-hmm. 93.3, right? San Diego yep. was on there, and... You got an offer from... I didn't even tell you this one. Oh, no? Uh, Galga... Line? What's her huh? name? Gaga Line? Wonder Woman. Who's Wonder Woman? Oh, oh yeah, her? Yeah. What's her name? Gaga Line? Oh, my God. Gaga She's Israeli. Da- She's Israeli. Yes. Yeah. You know what offer you got? What? You know when all those celebrities sung that John Lennon song? Yeah. They all did, like, a line? Yeah. They wanted you to sing It's. Yes. That was it. Just It's. I'll take it. It's. I turned them down. Yeah. No. I want to be in the group. <laughs> Are they making a coronavirus song with all the celebrities yet? No, they did it already. Oh. They, they, oh, oh, like you're talking about like, like Feed like, the World? Like, Feed the World, make no it about, you know, one of those. Yeah. But I turned them down because we only, it's. Oh. Imagine, what is it? There's no like heaven. You, I, it's, I, not, it's not hard to do. 
I would have taken that. So you just had the. It's. I would have taken that role. That that line. Not the. It's so hard to do it. Just it's. <laughs> so you you just got on there like after I think it was like Sarah Silverman. You would have went. It's. Yes. Okay. Okay. Next time, say yes. Next time, all right. I'll tell Wonder Woman I messed up. That's weird that you chose a celebrity for that one that you didn't know her name or how to pronounce it. Right. Gal was it Galbadine? Like Dine? Why? Line? Gal Gal I don't Dine? know. Line? Gal right. something. Gal something. Wonder well, Woman. She's probably not going to come on our podcast now. She's Wonder Woman. Well, anyway, what I always do is yeah. you tell me the topic. Yeah. And you told me this this week it was going to be like 3D, 4D, 5D. We're things. talking about dimensions today. Dimensions. Yes. And I, you know, I, so I, I want to research it because yes. I want to know about these things. Yeah. And all I could come up with was weird things that psychics do. Okay. So you're like the fringe psychic stuff. I think this is the fringe psychic I stuff. I feel like I'm a fringe psychic. Well, hold that thought. Okay. Just hold that thought. Okay. Right. But, well, just to like real quick, like I feel like regular psychics or whatever, it's very basic. It's like, you know, tarot, you know, maybe like mm. just past, present, future, yeah. dead people. Yeah. That's it. Right. I saw some of that stuff, but that was like kind yeah. of more mainstream. That's mainstream psychic. That's mainstream yeah. Psychic. Mainstream. I'm more fringe psychic. That is correct. You are. I feel. Yes. yes. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. All okay. right. So yeah. tell me some other fringe psychic um, stuff. Okay. Okay. So. First of all, I want you to, everyone knows I can't spell. Right. I can't pronounce words. Right. We know French words, history teacher, We've Egyptian words. You're a French teacher that can't, right. that can't say the Pharaoh's name. Right. We've talked about this. And so, there's a curse on you possibly. So if I botch these, Corona, um, if I botch these, um, please forgive me. Right. Okay. The first one I put down was uh, allomancy. Allomancy. Do you know what allomancy is? Mm-mm. Okay. Allomancy is when you take salt. Okay. You throw it into the air. Okay. And then you read the patterns like that falls. fall on the floor. Oh, that sounds like tea leaves or like... There's a lot of things like this. Yeah, like that. Thing, yeah. yeah, I can see that. Or you burn... Like people do it with candle wax and things yeah. like that. Okay. Could you do it with like other McCormick spices? <laughs> what, like, like cinnamon? I don't know. Pepper? The pepper, okay. pepper would be good. I mean, salt is traditionally like one of those things that a lot of psychics use, okay. you know, anyways, just to protect or for ceremonies or things like that. So I think it would just be salt. It's funny. Is that the similar thing? Like, you know, like if you, I don't know, I grew up in some really wacko, dysfunctional, superstitious home. So every time we spilled the salt, we had to throw it over our left shoulder. Did you have to do that growing up? I never did that. That was like treated as like you have to. Okay. Like I still do it. Like I don't even think about it because it was like drilled into me. Oh. I don't know if it's the same thing. That's like, more superstition. We did like a like a rabbit's foot, like carry a rat like that. Did you? I don't know. Mm. Like that's for good luck. Right. This was just so, to avoid bad luck. Yeah. All, All right. right. What's another one? All right. Next one is alpha itomancy. Okay. Okay, so this is where you take, you prepare a loaf of bread. Okay. I think it has to be barley bread, which mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what that is. But, mm-hmm. uh, and then you give it to someone to eat who you mm-hmm. suspect of a crime. Oh. If they eat it, you know, everything's good, they're innocent. If they have indigestion, they're guilty. That's like witchcraft stuff. Is that? That's like, like witches um, what sink, they don't flow, like yeah. stuff like that. Like, you, can, you know, for the trials and true. stuff? Yeah, some, yeah, that's kind of sounds it's like, like that. It's like that. That's weird. We can do that to, for me. You know, if you want to figure out if I, I'm lying or something, oh we'll go God. to Brooklyn Bagel. You're always lying then because, like... And we get the Brooklyns. You, <laughs> you get terrible indigestion. <laughs> from Brooklyn Bagel. Yeah, and like from the said bagel places also give you horrific indigestion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't want their business to go down any further than it probably is in this type yeah. of environment. But they're great bagels. Fantastic. They're located on, located on Military Road. <laughs> um, not an ad. 
Nope. Okay. Third one I put down was aura reading. Oh my so, god, yeah, that's so, so funny. That was one of the. What did they say ones. about it? That's uh, <laughs> they they say that's like seeing uh, energy fields and colors yeah. around people and it's things so like that. So normal to me though. And that was a fringe one. That's so funny. Yeah, that I can see that. Well, it's funny because like some people will come to me and, and they'll be like, um, another psychic told me I was, I don't know, like lavender. And I'll be like, you're not. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I, And this is like a big question. Like, do you see colors the way other people do? And like, honestly, I feel like other aura readers don't see them the way I see them. But I see them the same as like children do. You know, like, because mm-hmm. kids will often know what color you are if you ask them. And, yeah. that, and like, I'll always agree with it. So. Well, I only trust your colors my color readings I don't or like the machines or whatever no 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 see no, no. i think the machines are making it more mainstream like the aura yeah. photography i'm gonna say those are b you know what they make i think they're making it a little more mainstream okay what else you got all right we got automated automatic writing oh i do that you do that yes okay you get into like a trance a psychic state that's called and an email you write a, and you write a message that's an email reading oh so I do you're a fringe psychic. I am. I do automatic typing. Okay. Like I'll type for an email reading. I don't know what's coming out. And then like I only know when I go back and spell check the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. That's crazy. I do that. Yeah. I would be bad at that because like we said, spelling, grammar, it'd be a no, disaster. I don't, I'm a good, I'm a good typist. Mm, so okay. it must help. But I think it would be harder for me to do it writing because my hand would get, to, I don't know. I'm just, I, yeah, I do it with typing. That's an email reading. Cool. This is, okay. So that, that's. There we That's go. You're cool. fringe. You're fringe. Yes, fringe. Uh, chromo, chromo, chromo onion mancy. What? Onions? <laughs> That's interpreting the sprouting behavior of onions. Oh, do you plant it with the intention of finding something out? I know. I've only done this with carrots, so. <laughs> uh, I am interested in that one, and I feel like I want to know more about that. Okay. Yeah, because I bet they do it. Like for a purpose or something. All right. Now, this one's interesting okay. here. This is, and a, a lot of people have probably done this in their lifetime. This is cyclomancy. This is where you take like a, you know, a spinning wheel or a bottle top. Okay. Uh, like spin the bottle. Yeah. And, you know, when you know how you spin it and then it lands on someone. You've played the game, I'm yeah. sure. When you were a kid, right? Yeah. Sleepover. And it's like prophetic. People think that's prophetic. Like if you land on a certain person. Okay. So that's called cyclomancy. Oh, it's like a real thing. Yeah. I mean, I've had issues when I, one time we were playing that game, so yeah. I was a kid and I got Big Joe. Oh, honey. And trauma. Yeah. That was trauma because I, you know, <laughs> spinned it. It was like everyone, you know, like Jenny and, yeah. and Lauren and everyone right. else and all the Jews you can think of on Long Island. And I, I got Big Joe. <laughs> so that's a, pro- a prophetic. Yeah. yeah. He was for you. He was big. <laughs> I mean, not like, you know what I mean. I like, do. He's a big guy. He's a big guy. Yeah. yeah. Not, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know about the other thing. We got to get the hypnotherapist back here and help you out. Yeah, I think that, remember when I talked about that I thing, know, 17 and a half? Your trauma. All right, go back to that episode. Okay. Uh, fang shit? What? Fang shit? Fang shit? No, fang, fang I might have spelled that fang wrong. Shui? Fang shui? Fang shui. Fang <laughs> shui. I don't even think that's fringe anymore because everybody knows what that is. That's okay. when you make your house like um, a certain like style or oh, whatever yeah, for the for the energy right um yeah something with like wind water relationships with human beings and it's like how you put things gas, up like the big thing is like i think one of them is like even buying the house like the numbers like the house numbers have to be a certain um 
like add up to something. Okay. And then also like another one I remember is like your house can't be like you know where a street ends and the house just shows up on the end of that street. Yeah. Like you know like in, in, what do they call it? like an intersection like a perpendicular yeah. Yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. is that the right yeah. word for it? Like your house can't be like where there's a street and then some like, people have to turn out of the way. That's like super bad energy. Mm-hmm. And there's another one like your 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 staircase shouldn't face the door. Because, like, I don't know, like, money goes out or something like that. Really? Yeah. So there's a lot of, like, different rules. You can get your house, like, feng shui'd. Crazy, huh? You got rapsodomancy. What's that? This is a weird one. This is where you open up a book of poetry randomly. Yeah. And you're supposed to, like, find, like, Find intuitive guidance from that page. Oh, I do that all the time. You do? You're yes. a fringe. You are I a fringe. I do that. I've been doing that my whole life. Oh, my God. Like, I'll just open up a book and ask Spirit to, like, bring me to a message. That's one of the, that's one of the I things. And I swear, I get the craziest, coolest stuff when I do that. Like, that's nuts. Like, you'll get a word or something. And, like, so you can ask a question and then kind of, like, pick a book. Yeah. And, like, open it up and then, like, read wherever your finger goes to. That's. I do that all the time. Really? That's like right. a super secret behavior. I mean, you pretty much do all these things. That's funny. I didn't know that was psychic. I just thought that was me being me. What about Sadomancy? What's that, Scott? That's not for this show. That sounds naughty. Yeah, that's not for this show. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you're into Sadomancy. Sadomancy, I'm not into I'm not super into no, Sadomancy no, 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 either. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> uh, then there's, well, this one is for Joe Exotic oh. and Doc Anal. Oh. Um, <laughs> and Carol Baskin. Okay. This is Zoomancy. Oh. What's that? So what you actually do, you obs- this is, I mean, this is one of them. I didn't make okay. this up. Mm-hmm. You observe the actions of domesticated wild animals uh-huh. and like their movements is and like, that's the psychic ability. What? Like, like what do you mean? Like what do you get from it? I but you like get I- from it, right. Like you, uh, you get from it. I feel like I'm missing something I'm here. Too, well, Joe Exotic's into it, so. But that's what they do like in, like I used to work for an aquarium yeah. and then we had to do that. We had to observe them. So like so, how is it different than just being scientific? Hmm. I feel like you didn't research I'm this enough. I'm going to research that one a little bit more. Yeah, because I'm interested in that. And I'm going to contact Doc Anal. All right. <laughs> well, he's definitely doing Zoomancy. Definitely he is up. so into it. What's the Zoomancy? You keep going. All right. I need to look this up. The next one I have is, and I only have like one or two more. Uh, I have cider, cider-omancy. Cider Like apples? Yeah. Well, yeah. That's like, okay. It's like when you drink apple cider in a certain way. Okay. Uh, not really. No. It's when you take a straw and you throw it into the fire. And you watch how it burns. Okay. I, I, that's like the throwing salt thing. Yeah, it's more or like the salt. Or tea salt. leaves. Yeah. Or like the candle. Like people do also candle wax yeah. readings and stuff. Like a lot of these were like very similar. You know, there was one, uh, I don't know, there was, there was another one that was about uh, like reading the thunder. What's that? Like that's called brontoscopy where you forecast, like make predictions based on listening to sounds of thunder. mm uh, that would be good in the summertime in Florida. It'd be a lot of predictions. Right? Yeah, that's like a lot of going um, on. Yeah, so I mean, definitely a lot of fringe. But what we really found interesting is that you're a fringe psychic. I think I'm a fringe psychic. So this yeah. zoomancy, and you have corona, so. I looked it up really quick, yeah. and it seems like. What happens is is like when you're in nature or something, yeah, and you see something really that strikes you with animals or they're doing something different or things are going okay. like that, like, and it becomes symbolic to yes. you. Yes. That's that, zoomancy. Yes. And so like you can watch, let's say, and it, like, you know, like people go on those spirit quests or those vision walks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they always say they come into like a, like a fox and I met on the road. Right. You know what I mean? The fox okay. stared at me and 
I don't know, ran to the, you know, a sycamore tree or something. Like it's supposed to be like all symbolic to you. Or like, let's say what I get more of people looking outside and they're like, I saw a cardinal and my dad just passed like that kind of thing. Like that would be like a form of zoomancy. Right. According to what I just like Googled in two seconds while you were talking about, about the it. apple cider. Apple cider. Yeah. Nonsense. Yeah. I'm like, eh, it's gonna How many days up. we've been in quarantine? How many days we've been in quarantine? Five. 77? So many. It's like 62. It's the new norm. It is. All right. The only person that's dealing well is your mom. And I might have already said this a million yeah, times. Yeah, parents because, are fine. No, no, your mom was Anne Frank. So oh, that's right. She has the experience. That's right. Staying inside all Staying day. Staying inside all day. All right. What are we talking about today? All right. So today... I'm talking about the third and fourth and fifth dimension. I've never talked about this before. I like I talk about it, but it, I don't talk about it like um, in this way. It's it's a form of spiritual awakening. But basically, it's a good time to talk about it because as coronavirus shuts down the norm, um, we're confronted with something many spiritualists have been talking about for decades, and this is like a shift in global consciousness. And there's many ways to talk about this, you know, spiritual awakening, spiritual growth, evolution, but it all centers around the peeling back of the layers of our reality into what truly is, which is a more five-dimensional life, which is more fulfilling for the body, mind, and soul, and your union into source or that which is bigger than us. And I thought this is like the perfect time to talk about it because we are confronted with a lot of choices right now and how we perceive what's going on. So a lot of us are going to be um, seeing this, but it's kind of deep. So hang, hang with me. And, you know, like I say in, in my readings, you know, and, and on this podcast, I try to make the paranormal normal. So I'm going to try to talk about it in a, in a way that's pretty ground level. And then it gets a lot deeper, as you can imagine, the more you deep dive into it. But first of all, what is the 3D world? So the 3D world is the material world as we know it. So this is called the 3D consciousness. And most people live here. We all live in the 3D world, really. So this is all your motivations are purely of the ego. Like you're in survival mode, fear, competition, jealousy, you know, money, a fear of lack, like that there's no abundance. There's not the same for everybody's social um, scales, different um, socioeconomic situations, stuff like that. It's a state of worry and concern that the abundance of the universe doesn't apply to you. So this is where all the bad stuff is. This is where like racism and all this like awful, um, you know, division and things happen with humanity. It's because the 3D world propagates it. And so there's this like thought that you have to scratch out a living in our world, you know, and that's what society is truly based on. A lot of our ideals and how we raise our children and how we operate in society as a whole revolves around subscribing to the 3D consciousness, that that's how you survive. This is how you live. There is this need though to raise the vibration and many of us will either subconsciously or consciously fight against um, the 3D world. And there are whole industries though that are founded on your fear, you know, your Back, your need to survive. There's whole institutions for these and, you know, to compete with one another. And these institutions, these things will fight very hard to keep you feeling like they are foundational institutions of our world. And the 3D world holds all the self-limiting beliefs, like there is no free will and time is linear and your higher self is not integrated into your body. That God or that which is greater than us, or whatever you want to call it, is a construct outside of us rather than inside. So it's fear-based completely. And, and there's just ego in this world, and program, your programming is what rules you. So the, the 3D world is basically where 
you know, you feel like, you know, I have to go work. I have to make money. I have to buy things. I have to fit in. I have to beat that person to the punch. I have to, you know, if I don't worry, bad things will happen. So I have to always worry. I have to always be scared. That's the 3D world. And it's very hard to leave it because we're all a part of it. And it's something that our ego, which is, again, the human part of us, that is part of our bodies. It's the thing that keeps us the same. That's what your ego wants you to do. Stay the same. And to do that, they're going to pull out all the punches, making you really scared. So what's the 4D world? So this is where I get a lot of people basically waking up. Okay. They're waking up into the 4D. So the 4D world is often revealed to us during a life crisis. So right now is a huge life crisis for like millions and millions of people um, for many different reasons. And many of us, because of this life crisis, are forced into the present moment and be it the need to survive financially or to survive quite literally or just to survive this time in quarantine with all our own triggers, um, with minimal disruption or distraction from the 3D world because all the distractions are kind of going away. Um, all these 3D people are being pushed and they're being pushed outside of what I call their emotional coma. And what's happening is, is they're being pushed to see, wait, maybe there's more than this. And that's the 4D. When you start being like, maybe there's something else going on here. That's when you start spiritually shifting. And a lot of people are going to be pushed into this right now. So a lot of cultures had names for the 3D world. Okay. Um, for example, if you know you read the Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, he talks he talks about ancient Toltec wisdom, and they called this existence, which you could call the three D, but they called it um, the dream. And basically, the world is not real; it's like a dream. Okay, and the, and in this book, he states that everything in existence is a manifestation of God, and that human perception is just very limited to it. So we are light perceiving light, and the world is an illusion or the dream, he calls it, is just smoke, which does not allow us to see ourselves as we really are. That's the 3D world. That's this, you know, go buy this, go work, go run, go survive. This is a world of smoke and illusion. And he says that the real us is pure love and pure light. And he goes on to talk about how our agreements we make about this life is what makes it so hard to live. But when you are able to really see God or that which is greater thus or whatever you want to call it in everything and everyone. There is no room for fear or jealousy or survival. There's nothing that's bad. It's just the way it is. So like if you look at everything like, okay, this is just the way it is. This is God, everything. There's nothing that happens to you that's bad. And there's nothing that happens to you that's like good. It's just what it, it is what it is. And then you kind of detach from the personal victimization of what's happening to you. And it shifts your vibration a lot higher. And that's a 4D shift. But our perceptions are the things that make anything that happens negative or positive. And that's what this dimension shift really is. It comes down to you seeing God in everything and reframing every experience in that way. And major empath awakening is happening in our world. Empaths, again, you know, you feel people's feelings the same way you feel your own. And there's been a huge shift of empaths opening up and finding the strength in their vulnerability and they're articulating it and they're coming together. So a lot of empath awakening, a lot of light workers, you know, people that do for others, um, a lot of people trying to raise the conscious vibration of this world. And that's what I feel like is really going on right now. And a lot of spiritualists have been talking about this for a long time. This is where I'll take a moment and admit, I know this sounds like crazy psychic lady stuff, but 
you may remember, you may not, December 21st, 2012, the Mayans predicted the end of the world. But it was really misinterpreted because like, remember like the the Hopis and the Mayans were really good like with math and stuff. So like they had like their calendar and their calendar literally ran out December 21st, 2012. Like it ran, I was done. And a lot of people predicted like, okay, that means that they predicted mathematically when the world's over or whatever. But really it was an end of a world age and a time of transition from one world to the next. It was like an actual, like a huge celebration for those cultures because it was about ascending and that we all have choices now about how we ascend. And many other native predictions and stories seem to mirror this time period with the same symbolization of choices needing to be made and an overall shift in consciousness. Basically, they said that when their calendar cycle ended and these were the societies, you know, again, of people that were like, you know, super advanced and whatnot. Everybody was kind of freaked out, but it it was really about making a positive shift for the new era. And since then, what has changed? You know, like, I feel like it's way more easier in the past, you know, eight years, nine years to talk about things that we couldn't have talked about before. And it's things like spiritualists have been talking about forever, but it's becoming way more mainstream, way more sophisticated and um, and more acceptable for us to, to go there and have these awakenings and talk about it without feeling weird or shameful. So a lot of people came into their powers after this. And a lot of people are still coming into their powers now. You can live, and, and that's really like, like there's a huge like another push into the 4D. So you can live in a 3D world but be aware of the 4D. Like you can live from that perspective and it's kind of like walking between two worlds. So, so this is like a feeling like you have to juggle both worlds, the fear um, and the needs of others and the feeling of responsibility that the ego brings you to make ends meet by like okay, I have to do this job even though I don't like to. You know, like that's like a 3D agreement, but then there's a part of you that's like, but what if I don't have to? That's like walking between worlds there. And then you can embrace certain ideals of the 4D, like compassion, service, unconditional love, soul powers, the ability to communicate with those on the other side, feeling like you can attract physical things with state of mind, which is manifestation, Um, feeling like you can improve your psychic skills, which you can. Once you hit the 4D, like this is when you start seeing signs. This is when you start... Um, getting shifted into meaningful like soulmate or past life connections. Twin flame relationships happen a lot in this place. You can get hunches on the past and the future. You wake up. And like if you've shifted, and a lot of you listening probably are have, honestly, what happens is you can kind of look back into other parts of your life and be like, oh my gosh, like what? I was so distracted. What was I using to like self-medicate or spiritually like like shut down? And it's like walking in a coma. It feels like a dream. And then when you wake up, it's like, oh my gosh, I see so much more truth. So basically when you're in the 4D, you have your finger on the pulse of this shift and you can feel things come at us or feel shifts happen, things like that. What is the 5D? Okay. So a lot of us are getting pushed to this too. It's very available to us more than ever. So, and by the way, these are all just perspective shifts. Like we have filters and this is just like, it's, and I was explaining this the other day on on a live with Nancy Anderson because she's like, what's the difference? And I was like, okay, just think about it very like 
like if you were wearing like uh, goggles, okay, and like one set of goggles allowed you to see everything in 3D. Okay, I see things, got it. But then the other set of goggles allowed you to see everything in 5D. Now you're seeing the depth of all the shapes. Now you can reach out and touch it. You can see parts of it and explore, you know, shapes that you couldn't see in the 3D. You see more detail. So think about that. Like, think about it like that's what it is, but from a spiritual perspective. Like, you can feel how things are working and reacting and creating and coming and feeling and what their meanings are from a different level of perception that's a lot deeper. That's what the 5D can have you do. You look at life, and it's a lot more complex, clearer, and you see kind of what's behind it. Um, So anyway, so like I say, you see the layers very clearly, and it's kind of like, it's kind of like when you fly, like when you're in a plane and you look down and you can see how things are placed or the lines between this and that. Or, and, it, and that's what it's like in this dimension. You see very clearly the ego and how it operates. Yet at the same time, it's very distant from you. You see it operate in others, but again, you don't feel so subscribed to it the way others are. There's a distance between you and those 3D emotions. You have them, but you also aren't under their control. So when situations arise where you know that a part of you is feeling jealous, competitive, or fearful, yeah, you feel it, but you're removed from it. Like you're outside of yourself feeling the feeling or you're like watching yourself having the feeling. And common themes people experience while living in um, the 5D is a lot of synchronicity, which is like coincidence with meaning. Like I was just thinking about my dad who passed and then all of a sudden my aunt mentioned him. And I really feel like that was him. It's kind of like, okay, like really seeing the connections that otherwise could be brushed away. And you allow it to shape you and to help you and to open your eyes to things that before you would have just shrugged off. And you feel like the universe supports you. And that's what seeing signs is about. It's about feeling like you are supported and loved by an energy that is not separate from you, but within you and guides you when you allow it to. So another sign would be like non-attachment. It's the feeling like you will be okay if everything is stripped away from you of this material world, and especially like right now, this is huge. So when you want something, you're okay with releasing it into the universe to come back to you in its most divine form without controlling how that happens. So let's say like love, like I want a relationship, okay? Like you're single and you want a relationship or you're with somebody you're not happy with and you want a better relationship. What you do is you have to say, I am open to receiving fulfilled love, Okay. And what you do is you just, you know, you, you put it out there that that person will be perfect for you. You don't have to say it has to be this guy or it has to be that guy, or even it has to be who you're with or not like whatever you get, it's going to be fulfillment. And you let spirit kind of do the rest, understanding that whatever comes to you that is authentic to you will feel perfectly aligned for you. And you don't have to worry about the details. That's not, and that's something in the 5d that's easier to do. Um, to put something out there and let it come back the way it's supposed to without being controlling about it. And that's why manifestation happens way easier in this dimension. You can find out, you can find that you want something, it'll happen almost instantaneously. So, and, and the other thing is you're really grateful in this dimension and you feel very open to other things that you may not even know you want to show up. So a feeling of being open to just your best interests. Change doesn't scare you as much because on the inside, you're very stable. So you may also get a lot of downloads at this time from spirit. Like, like all of a sudden you're inspired by new ideas or you feel open to new information or you're following your curiosity down certain rabbit holes. You're asking new questions. You feel calm about new information. 
information in the past. Maybe it stressed you out because it shattered your, your 3D, you know, foundational programming. And now you're just like, no, I love new information because I'm attached to source. I am calm and stable. So new information is just new information to me. Um, even when it challenges that a, a previous mindset, you can handle it without feeling defensive or scared. And those are 3D issues. When a new idea feels scary or uncertain, like it shakes the foundation of who you are and what world you know stands on, you can feel angry at it. And you see this with people. They get so angry about new ideas. Like they can't handle change. It stresses them out. But in the 5D dimension, you calmly welcome it. Um, I had a reading with somebody recently and, you know, her brother's transitioning, you know, into a woman and not everyone in her family is super cool with it, but she's like super, it's fine. You know, it, it, she gets why they're upset, but she's not at all because she's in a different dimension than them. And that's the thing. Like it, has nothing to do with her, you know, like that he's doing this, but other people will freak out, you know, and, and usually these people are in like a lower vibe dimension. And that's really what it is with all these things. Um, that's just one example. But basically when you're in the 5D, you feel generally very different, but you're okay with it. You're not like ashamed of it. We're in the 4D, you're still kind of hiding it from people in the 3D. You're like avoiding it completely. Um, and you aren't down on yourself for being different and you understand you've always been different and you're not going to try to fit in or cover it up. You just be who you are. A lot of emotional healing at this level, the 4D and the 5D. It's really hard to shift downwards after feeling the vibration of the 5D. It's very strong. A lot of narcissists, toxic people, energy vampires, they're going to try, especially now, to get you back in the 3D vibration. Why? Because the 3D people are super needing life to be 3D. (laughs) Like they need consumerism. They need materialism. They need people to pay attention to them. Okay. So like watch out right now for the people in your life starting drama, because that's like a big thing. Um, especially when you shift to different dimensions, people will notice your vibe change and the ones who have issues with it will try to lower you. So notice that. Is there like, are there a one and two dimension? Yes, there is a first and second dimension. That's like the physical body at its base cellular level and like the mental body. Your emotional body is like the 3D. And the more you go up, the more you have control and insight um, in, into the first and second dimension as well as the third. So for example, we're in the fourth and fifth dimension. You have a lot more like knowledge and connection to your actual physical body, which is interesting. When you're in the third dimension, you don't. So I, I a lot of people are very medically intuitive of themselves and others when they're in the fourth and fifth dimension. And it's funny because like when you're in the fourth and fifth dimension, that's when you start like questioning eating habits and stuff. Like that's when a lot of people are like, I need to eat more clean or a lot of people give up meat or they'll become like vegan completely or they'll just, they'll work through, like they have to eat higher vibes. Like your body has, you kind of want your body to match where you are spiritually. So there is, it's funny, like the higher you go up, the more in touch with your actual body, which is, which is interesting. Um, is there a 60? Yes, there is a sixth dimension. It's kind of more of like an ideal. It's kind of really hard to do it here. Um, it's, and like when I talk about like sixth dimension, seventh dimension, eighth dimension, that's stuff that can happen. And this is for crazy psychic lady moment again. This is something that's more like the other side, but also like when I was doing like my star seed pot, like the episode on star seeds, that's more like other galaxies. (laughs) 
I know I sound nuts, other galaxies and other forms of life beings are more on that dimension. But in, in this world, it's hard to be 60 in the, on the earth plane. So is there a 60? Yes. Like I said, it's kind of an ideal and it's one, it's like basically where you're fully devoted to the essence of self and the oneness of others within that. Think like monks, like that take a vow of silence or whatever and do their thing. Very restricted access to this on this earth plane because you will always be guided by the need to like eat or fear or you have like relationships, you have kids, you have, you know, you have family, um, you know, and, and, and like things like that, they do pull you all over the place, you know? So it's kind of hard to be like, just focused completely on your spirituality all the time in this earth plane. They do call 6D like Christ energy. So it's like kind of like the meld between heaven and earth. But again, you have to completely let go of any human scenario, which would put you with any attachment to this earth plane, um, which is hard to do, you know, but you can aspire to it. It's one of those things like reach for the moon. You know, even if you land among the stars, you got to reach for it and you know, your life will be better for reaching for it. And then like 70 and 80 don't really exist for us on this earth plane. That's ascended energy. So it's unhindered by the poles of this world that are purely energetic. So think like angel and spirit guide stuff, other dimensions and other, um, like galaxies. Um, when we talk about star seeds or people who have come from other uh, forms of life that are not human. So real quick, just a rundown. What is 3D? That's survival. That's dog eat dog. Okay. That's that dimension. 4D, making choices. Okay. You see, you see there's a difference now. You've got to make a choice. There's love. You have empath awakenings. You have this submission to the realization that you've been programmed. It's time to come out of it. You have to make some choices. That's a fork in the road. 5D, you're there. You choose your expression, love. You get more act. You, you become more of an activist in a way. Light working is huge. You want to help other people raise their vibration. Um, you have detachment from you know controlling what is supposed to be for you. 6D, it's the big picture, full focus on self, very spiritual. That's that Christ energy. And the 70, 80, it's like formless, pure, correct connection, just being, you can kind of reach these during astral travel experiences, which again, I talked about on another episode of this podcast where, um, I actually just had a reading with somebody today where they talked about going somewhere to meet their grandma and she could, she knew that, um, she was in a place that her grandma didn't want to stay in because her grandma was on the other side in a whole different dimension. But it was it, the dimension she was brought to to meet her grandmother was actually higher than ours, and it felt lovely. It felt wonderful. That's the seven D or eight D. Like it's kind of like where you're feeling more one with the universe. So you can have that during astral travel experiences. Um, so I welcome your questions. I welcome your insights. I welcome your own thoughts about when you made a choice to go from 3D to 4D. Um, You know, I I had to make a choice uh, to do that. And I'll talk about that with Scott. Hi, Scott. Hey. So I remember when you first met me, because we've been together quite a while. Yeah. How many years? It's like 20, right? 20D. 20. And when I met you, because my mom's a psychic, and when right. I met you, I was like, I want nothing to do with this. Right. Like, I, I, I said that all the time. Like, I don't want to. Mm-mm. I don't want to do this. I want to be normal. I want to have a normal life. I don't want to subscribe to any of this. You know, that's, and, and then I had to make, I like made a conscious choice to be very 3D about things. Okay. So you, that's when you were 3D. Yeah. Oh. What do you, what are you now? Well, I feel I'm like more 45D. Wow. Yeah. Am I like 2D? 
No, Scott. Which 2D again? That's like not you. That's not like a, you. you're like 4D. I'm like 4D? Yeah. Uh, see, I was like trying to figure out what I was. I think like. And I was either thinking I'm like 2D or I'm like 17D, like way out there. I think like on some things you're super 2D. Like what is 2D again? <laughs> like or 3D. Wait, what's, what's 2D? We're not talking about 1 and 2D. That's more like your physical body, stuff like that. Okay. But I think a lot of times you're very 3D. 3D, okay. Like, you know, about certain situations. Right. Because you're red. Right. And red people are more pulled to the logic of, and green people to the logic of the third dimension. But there's parts of you that like are very 5D, you know. Oh, 5D? Well, you've always been somebody like from when I'm like nobody's better than anyone else. That's like a big thing for you. Yes. That's, that's like true. huge for you. Right. And your your biggest pet peeve when somebody acts better than someone else. Like right. and you've always felt like, you know, I'm no better than a homeless bum, you know, on like living without anything. You've right. always like my life's no better than his and like some you know, billionaires' life's no better than mine. Well, yeah, no, like we're all equal. yeah. I mean, their life could be. I, I feel like obviously a billionaire is going to have a better lifestyle. No, I mean like their someone, worth, but their worth, right? Yeah, right. And I vote yes. And I always say this that you know I don't think I'm better than anyone, and I don't think anyone's better than me, no matter yeah. who you are. Yeah. I said the only way I think you're better than me is one if you can figure out a few things. Oh, yeah. Like not how, like not to be able to go to the bathroom. <laughs> like if you could figure out how you don't have to go to the bathroom every day, you're better than me. Right. You can consider yourself better. Than okay. Right. Me. If you could, you know, figure out how to live forever, you're, be- you're better than me. Right. Okay. Um, you know, <laughs> if you could figure out like how not to sleep at all, like you never right. have to go to sleep. You can just be. A- then you're better than me. But until until you can do so these funny. things, yeah. There's no way you're better than me. Like, I don't care who you are. I don't care, you know, if you have 20 million followers on Instagram or you have two followers on Instagram, we're the same. This is a red red person rant. Yeah, until you can do those things. (laughs) Right. Like, hey, if you could figure out how not to go to the bathroom and not to eat and still live, you're better than me. It's weird that you can know, like, who's better or not by, like, body functions. Well, it's just that, like, every, like... No, the way I see it, it's more like every human yeah. has to do certain things. Yeah, like, as to, a yeah. human, you have to go to the bathroom, you have to eat, you have to sleep. Right. And you die. Yes. Right. Yeah, so, we all die. Right. Right. So what I'm saying is if you have some ability right. that's over that and you don't have to do those things, then you're better than me. Like right. Then you are. But it, like, until you can do those things, yeah. you're the same as I am. Well, that's like very 5D. Like the is equal- that 5D? The, like the equality thing. Yeah. And you've always been like good about like giving back and doing things, but you don't like to brag about it. You just go do it. Like that's a big thing for you. But then you get like real 3D about things, mm. like about like just like little things. Like, like we talked about, I think a couple podcasts ago, like you refuse to look at people's pictures of their kids, like right. things like that. That's 3D? I don't know. Or is that like, 2D? I don't That's probably know. 2D. That's just like, you just don't want to. This is nothing that, now, this is gonna be the stupidest question I've maybe right. ever asked in my life. And, People are probably going to think I'm dumber than I am. Oh, stop. But, uh, th- like, when I think of 3D... Yeah. Like, in the, I think of, like, going to, like, when Jaws, they made the movie in 3D. Is that right. anything to do with this? Okay, so I explained in my the thing... 3D movie. Like, imagine, percep- instead of physical seeing things, yeah. imagine it just, will metaphor that to perception. Yeah. So 3D, like, you see something, like, pretty good. Right. You know, like, and, and like, but that's... It, but, like, with the but glasses... That, but you, now... Yeah. 
now like now they have like what what do they have now instead of 3D? Like what's better than that? They, they have like they have like four H. Yeah, they like, have, that, like, like they have high like definition yeah, like well you can just go and you wear the glasses yeah. and then it's in like yeah. they have those special theaters you go to. That oh. would be like five day. Okay. So it's like you experience it on like a bigger, it's like a, a like a higher level. Like you okay. hear more, you see more, you see more detail. You're more mm-hmm. immersed in it. Like your whole body is more immersed in the experience. Whereas in a 3D world. It's very much just like programming, like your little mm-hmm. ant, you know, part of the, the ant colony, just carrying out your duties without even noticing that you don't ask the questions. Right. And then in 5D, you ask the questions like, wait a second, am I being told okay. to do this? And what a, you, like, you ask more questions in 5D than you do in 3D. Like you think you ask questions yeah. in 3D, but you're asking the questions they're programming you to ask. And, and, and you're feeding yourself in 3D with things that they want you to feed with. Like, I got the new phone, or I'm driving the nice car, or, like, I got the hot girl, or, like, things that, like, you know, that, that feed you more um, from an ego level versus 5D where it feeds you more on, like, just, hey, wait a second, like a spiritual level. And that's what's going on right now is we're all, like, oh, my gosh, we need to, like, figure out how to live all day, day after day with ourselves, and that's where it's pushing us into the 5D, 4D and 5D. So you're saying this coronavirus thing is really getting you into your D. It is. It's getting all of us. Like if you're in the third dimension, it could push you into the fourth. If you're in the fourth, it could push yeah. you through that into the fifth. Okay. I definitely feel that. I feel I've been pushed into another. You have. D. You've gotten really into your stocks we were talking about. Yeah. Like, you know, seeing this as a challenge, seeing yeah. this as a way. You know, every aura color, which I've already talked about, deals with the quarantine differently. Mm-hmm. But, and, and like, and, and we all have our pitfalls. We all have our days. But um, when, you, when you let the fear drop and you kind of look at the bigger picture, we, can, we have to use this to stretch ourselves. Yeah, okay. Well, I thought what might be interesting. Yes. That we could do here. Is this a game? As we, as we finish up. Yeah. Yes. Is maybe we could, I'll tell you some celebrities and we'll see what dimension they're in. I'll say what dimension I think they're in and you tell me what dimension they're in. So let's entitle this. All right. What do you want to title it? Which dimension is this celebrity in? Okay. So the game will be which dimension is the following celebrity in? I really want to start putting music to these things. I know. Maybe. We need some sort of like, why don't we have like a band here? We should have a band. I want you to know just like a little visual. Right. Because we're, we're, we are doing this podcast. You don't even quarantine. have your, I have my uh, textbook. You nope. don't have your textbook I've chosen today. to stoop over my microphone today. Wow. With um, a blanket on. I'm looking at. Baby, basically, the children have made the entire downstairs into their baby nursery. Yeah. There's babies everywhere. Okay. Everywhere. I mean, what are you seeing? What stands out I, to you the most I, in I'm our studio? If, uh, okay, I'm going to say this: if our studio was a dimension, <laughs> it'd be a one or a two. <laughs> okay, we're like we're like one D studio here. It is. It's like a one D. It's a one D studio. Like I want you to know, I am sweating, hoping the children don't come downstairs. And that's what we're doing. We right have now. the 11 year old right. watching the five year old. And <laughs> the, the only reason why we missed last week's podcast is because right. the kids have not been out of our sight for the last God knows many days. I mean, I let me just take a moment and We're say freaking thank out right now. We're you, having teachers. a quarantine freak out right now. <laughs> no, yeah, here it is. Every day. I think this is our, um, this is about the time yeah. before I distract ourselves with dinner. Right. But like, no, but like, I want to thank the teachers. Thank you for watching our children. <laughs> like I really, really have a very huge appreciation for what you do. Okay, I'm yeah. done. But you know what? I'm going to envision like getting the the uh, studio into the maybe the three, the four, the five D. And if that happens, I want the band that 
Conan hat. I want Max Weinberg. Yes, Max Weinberg. Mag, I want the Max Max Weinberg, Weinberg bag. Seven, isn't it? Playing music for yes. this. Yes. All right. That'll All right. So what All was right. the game? Let's I think I, right. I think I am. Um, so which first. dimension is the following celebrity? Okay. okay. All right. Okay, I'll say the celebrity. All right. I'll say my take on it. You say your take on okay. it. Yours is probably right. Mine's going to be the wrong one. All right. And the first one will be Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is a star seed. He has a crystal aura. I talked about him in my Star Seeds episode because there's just something about that guy. And he definitely is in the fifth dimension. There was some weird fifth dimension thing going on. No, those right are now. the children. Oh, it's just the kids. Yeah, they're they're gaining. They're gaining on us. <laughs> We're running out of time, people. <laughs> well, he's a crystal. He's a star seed. Star seed again, remember their first incarnation is on this earth plane. Okay. They've been other um life forms in other lifetimes. So like you can kind of tell they're human, but they're a little like different. Okay. So yeah. you said five D? He's in five D, yeah. Okay, and I would I would have probably said like six or seven D or whatever, one of those high D's. Yeah. I would well, have he's high like D. really cool. Like he doesn't touch people and like yeah. Um, I talked about this. Like, he has, like, this air about him that people who I've met who have met him say that he's very different even when you're around him. All right. My second celebrity. Yes. Everyone wants to know this. Yes. Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. Now, my guess for him would be one or two. (laughs) What's the real one? All right. I did a whole live about this, and I think we talked about it on our last episode. I mean, here's the thing with Joe Exotic. Like, he's definitely in the 3D. The, the ego, the je- the ego with the tiger thing, the jealousy, the freaking out about... He's got to let the Carol Baskin thing go. Right. You know, like he uses a lot of situations to feed his ego. I mean, that's 3D stuff for sure. So he's 3D. He's 3D. All right. So I said yeah. one or two. I was off by a D. I mean, he's very good at distracting himself and keeping himself in his little world of... What was it called? The W... GF, GF Zoo or something? GW Zoo. Well, now he's in jail. Yeah. He might have the corona. No, he does. He's got the corona? No, he's in isolation with corona symptoms. Oh, boy. Or somebody else has. I don't know. I might have screwed that up, but he's in isolation because of that. Do you have the corona? No, we don't know. We don't know. Remember that? We were so sick. Your mom was patient. We were so sick two weeks ago. We learned that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. All right. What about the cheer coach from uh, the Netflix show? Coach Monica. Coach Monica. Coach Monica is definitely in the 3D. Yes. Okay. I would have said the same thing. Pretending to be more 4D. Ooh. Yeah. Because she's like, oh, yeah, like, I care about these kids, you know? Mm. (laughs) And it's kind of like. She's just kind of pretending. Do you? Or do you want another big, shiny cheer ring? Yeah. You're total 3D. (laughs) She's probably having a mental breakdown right now. I mean. Because there's no Daytona this year. Did they cancel it? Yeah. Did they? Are oh, you yeah. sure? Yeah, they canceled it. Okay. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Oh. Finished. I wanted another Netflix season of that. I did not. Oh, it entertained me so much. Mm. Next. All right. This one, you might not know who he is. Okay. But I think it's going to be a good one. Okay. Now, and like, you know, our, our clientele might not know. Oh. Okay. Frankenfurter from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Scott, I don't know. The guy who's a who's sweet that? transvestite. He lives in Transylvania, He's whatever. He's a fictional character. All right. Well, he you would be. Can't give me fictional characters. He'd be five days. Let's do the time warp again. He's five days. Step to the right. It's All another time... dimension. Okay. Yeah. I get it now. Yes. Five days. Okay. Yes, five days. I would have said sixty. Oh, but okay. 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 Maybe you're right. I think you're right. <laughs> um, okay. This one I know is a low D. Oh, low D. Low D. That, that's like a new insult. You are low D. Yes. Jackson from Jax from Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> you know, he's Twitter fighting. 
he's I feel like he has low D, low D. The ability to be a higher dimension. Right. You know, I definitely think that. But like the show, I think when you're on that show, it does bring you down into 3D. 3D is very entertaining. Yeah. I don't even know if he's, I think he's like two, maybe two double D. <laughs> You might like Double D. I don't know. He, he's, he's low. He's low. He's, yeah. He definitely yeah. acts out on Twitter, and I think any Twitter fight makes you 3D. Okay. For sure. 3D. Okay. 3D. 5D people do not Twitter okay. fight. Now, here's someone I know okay. that has to be, like, the highest of D possible. Okay, 7D, 8D. She's everywhere. We know her as uh, the new nightly anchor on ABC's Nightly News. It's <laughs> Hannah Brown. Hannah Brown. From The Bachelor. Hannah! She's everywhere. We talk about okay. her on every episode. I gotta say, <laughs> Hannah Brown, because, okay, 70. so, well, when she was on Colton's season, like, I talked about her a lot, like, I called her Aura Kraken, Aura Kraken Hannah, because she was, like, this fuzzy aura, and it cracked, it was, like, cracking, <laughs> and it turned into <laughs> purple. So that's, like, she definitely got shoved into the 4D. At least. Oh, my gosh. She really <laughs> did. And now she's, like, very... Um, I feel like she's more insightful. She feels very sweet and kind. I feel like, you know, her and um, they're trying to, like, cheer everybody up. Like, her and, what's that guy's name? Oh, my God, I'm so bad. Tyler or something. Yeah. They're, like, cheering everybody up on, with their TikToks and their Instagram stuff yeah, and whatnot. I hate she's 40. I'm not going to lie. Hannah Brown, you're 40. I'm going to say, like, 2,000 years from now. Yeah. We're actually probably going to, you know how, like, the calendar is based on after death and before death of Jesus. Yeah. I think we're going to make a new calendar. Like in 2,000 years, like after right. all these, everything's gone down and it's going to be based off right. Hannah Brown's season in The Bachelor. Oh my God. Like before her season and after her okay, season. Okay, so this is like 2HB. <laughs> right. Is <laughs> that, that it? Yeah. It'd be like 2H. It's been two be, years. It's like been 2HB. So in the year like 2022, wait, 2020 HB. Yeah. This happened. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to do that. Yeah. I think. If, like if the world ever did like a reset. Yeah. Like a total reset. Hannah's like the focal. Hannah Brown would be the person. She's like the do. barometer. She'd be like the Jesus. Right. Not Got like it. The, that, but you know what I mean. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Instead of her. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have any for me? Can you think of anyone? You yeah. Think? Like, okay. So... You personally are a real fan of an actor. Okay. Oh, I think I know who it is. You made me watch an old movie of his. Yes. And why am I forgetting his name? It starts with a K and a... Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Thank you. All right. You made me watch Robin Hood. And okay. you told me I was like the, the haggerty old witch. <laughs> You told me no, no, we're I, watching Robin Hood. What was it? Robin, a Robin Prince of Thieves or something? Yeah, what the one it? from 1991. Yeah, it was like 91. Yeah, with Brian 90, Adams. Brian Adams sings yeah. the song. Everything you do, yeah. Yeah. And there's like this haggardy old witch. And I, every time she came on, you like start cackling and say, it's Mystic Michaela. And you start like <laughs> cracking up. So if you really want to be, if you're bored, watch that 1991 Kevin Costner It was movie. good. But you love Kevin Costner. And I'm going to tell you. What? That movie stood the test of time. It did. It, it wasn't good then. It wasn't good now, but it was really good. It's good. It's like, what is that movie so bad they're good? It was so bad it was good. Like Roadhouse. Like Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Patrick Swayze, Roadhouse. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, Patrick Swayze. What number, what? Oh, my God. Patrick if he, Swayze. If he was alive. Could you be some D if you're not alive? Yes. Oh. So well, we'll, now he's like in the 6th, 7th, 8th dimension. Oh, oh, he's the D. But I feel like he was like a real 5D guy. Definitely. Like he feels very spiritual. Yeah, he was good. And... But, like, um, Kevin Costner, what dimension do you think he's in? All right. Well, I'm going to say in the movie Robin Hood. Yeah. 7D. Whoa. High. <laughs> and now he's I would just say. like your god. Now, uh, he's probably back to, like, 3 or 4D. Oh, uh, yeah. even at Yellowstone, you won't watch it. Yeah. It's, like, kind of like Phil Collins for me, too. Phil oh, Collins, no. when I was in high school. Yeah. 7D. Right. Now? Yeah. Now he's, like, 
three, two, yeah? two, two, you don't two like three. his new stuff. No, yeah, you don't like Kevin Costner's new stuff. No, it's terrible. People I mean, say I, Yellowstone's good. I'm sorry. I mean, I loved. Uh, I know this is gonna be very controversial. Oh. But my favorite movie, oh, yeah. yeah, The Postman, The Postman. Scott's favorite movie, Kevin is Costner the and The Postman. Loved and you like it. Waterworld too? Not bad. You love it. Don't love even it. lie. Love yeah. it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> you quote. You're quoting Kevin Costner movies all the time. I do. I, you even saw one that I said yeah, that, that came like, up. Yeah, like what? Like you, you whine that? like a mule. I'm like you say that, that all the time. Yeah, I got that one from Robin Hood. Yeah. Oh, that's a good place to end it. That is a good place to end it. We actually got through an hour. All right. Uh, of quarantine with yeah. the kids. Thanks for spending it with us, you guys. Yeah, they made a few noises, but that was it. Um, I don't know. All right, Just I'll close where, it up. where could they find you? All right. Hey, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Again, this podcast is for you and about you. Feel free to meet up with us on the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family Closed Facebook group. You can join and discuss and raise your dimension with us. And you guys take care.